on my hands. My scalp crawled. Maybe her blood was in my hair. Someone shot a woman as she left the club, I said. Was it? Who was it? It would be best if you don't consult the other witnesses, a voice said. A female officer had fought through the shouting, texting, twittering chaos to appear at my side. Under the club lights, I could see her face, narrow, with pronounced cheekbones and lank black hair cut so short the ends only just appeared below her cap rim. I read her badge, E. Milkova. I let her guide me to the small stage at the back of the club, which the police had roped off with crime scene tape so they could use it for interrogations. I was in that numb place you inhabit after you've been part of violence and death. It was hard to focus on Milkova's questions. I gave her my name. I told her I'd heard gunshots and run to see what the problem was. I told her I didn't know the dead woman. But you knew her name, Milkova said. That was just from hearing someone call her Nadia. I don't know her last name. Did you see anyone in the club threaten Nadia tonight? I shook my head. I hadn't seen anyone threaten her tonight. Earlier, that was another story. But my years as a public defender had taught me to answer only the question asked. Did you come here tonight because you thought there would be an attack on someone? It's a club. I came because I wanted to see the axe. You're a private investigator. They tell me you've been involved in a lot of high-profile investigations. Someone had ID'd me to the police. Thank you, I said. But don't you think it's a strange coincidence, you being here the night someone got shot? Cops have days off, even doctors, and P.I.s have been known to take them too. No one had bothered to turn off the body artist's computer and the plasma screens on the stage kept flashing images of flowers and jungle animals. It made a disturbing backdrop to the interrogation. Vic, what are you doing here? I looked around and saw Terry Finchley, a detective I've known for a long time. Terry, I might ask you the same question. Finchley's been out of the field for five or six years now, on the personal staff of my dad's old protege, Captain Bobby Mallory. I was surprised to see the Finch at an active homicide investigation. He gave a wry smile. Captain thought it was time I got my hands dirty again. And if you're anything to judge by, they're gonna get mighty dirty indeed on this investigation. I looked again at my stained hands. I was beginning to feel twitchy covered in Nadia's blood. What have you learned, Liz? Finchley asked Officer Milkova. She's not cooperating, sir. She won't say how she knew the Vic or why she was here or anything. Officer Milkova, I've told you I didn't know the victim, I said. It makes me cranky when people don't listen to me. Pretty much any damn thing makes you cranky, Warshawski, Finchley said. But out of curiosity... How did you get involved? I was leaving the club 
I heard gunshots. I ran across the parking lot and saw a woman on the ground. She was bleeding. I tried to block the wounds, so I didn't take time to follow the shooters. But on the principle that no good deed is left unpunished, I'm being treated as though I had something to do with the dead woman's murder. Did you know the dead woman? No. Why were you here? It's a club. You can come in if you want a drink and want to see the show. I was doing both those things. Finchley sighed. You know, anyone else in this town, I'd nod and take your name and phone number and urge you to wash the blood off and try to forget the horrors you witnessed. But V.I. Warshawski chooses to come to a club the one night in the year a woman gets murdered at their back door? You know what the captain's gonna ask when he hears that. Why were you here tonight? Why had I been at Club Gouge the night Nadia Guaman took two bullets?